This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop about research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared from our students, faculty, and other members of our USC community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Turvy Voices, the podcast. As usual, I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Paul Ledesma, Executive Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And hi, everyone. My name is Emily Powis, and I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering. And joining us, uh, I, I, Elena, this is, you've been on the podcast before, correct? Unfortunately, no. No? I thought you had. I'm sorry. Well, this is your first time. Welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself, Elena. Hi, everyone. My name is Elena Kiocha. I'm a senior here studying chemical engineering with an emphasis in petroleum. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm so, uh, where, where are you from, Elena? Tell, tell people where you're from. I'm from Townsend, Delaware. That's what you were saying. I'm sorry. I stepped right on that, that last little bit. Sorry about that. Um, and Elena, tell everybody about this episode that you bring to us today. What do you got going for us? So um, this episode is about out-of-state students. I myself am from the East Coast, and I kind of wanted to create a podcast where I could have some of the questions that I had when I was a freshman answered. And so it's a podcast that talks about just kind of navigating um, a new state navigating a new city, a new school, as well as um, understanding that we may have left like younger siblings at home. Because mm-hmm. um, I myself, I'm a, I'm a little sibling of three younger ones. And Ooh. so it's kind of um, asking people like, how did we, how did you figure out what to do? How did you even get your thing mm-hmm. shipped to this coast? Yeah. You know, just particular questions that I wish I had answers to when I was a freshman. That is a great, great topic. I'm super excited to jump right into this because students coming from, you know, all these different places from around the world, around the country, uh, you coming from Delaware, 3000 miles away. I mean, that is just got to be a giant leap Mm -hmm. of faith. And so this is going to be a fantastic talk. Uh, Before we jump into it, Elena, not a lot of people know people from Delaware. I think that's a unique (laughs) element. What is one thing you want people to know about Delaware that people may not know? One thing I want people to know about Delaware is that first off, it is on the East Coast. It- <laughs> <laughs> first, it's on the East Coast. <laughs> Every time I introduce myself, I was I'm from Delaware, and people are like Delaware, and I'm like, okay, I get mm. it. You know? uh-huh. but- Funny, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure from the East Coast, and it's the second smallest state, actually. Really, and we have a lot of beaches, a lot of beaches. It's also the first state, and where our current president is from. That's right. That's right. Joe Biden is from Delaware. Well, that is good stuff, Elena. Let's hand it over to you to talk a little bit about coming from out of state and and acclimating here to USC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Viterbi Voices podcast. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be an out-of-state student. Hi, everyone. I am Elena Kiocha. I am a senior here at USC studying chemical engineering with an emphasis of petroleum engineering from Townsend, Delaware. With me, I have two very special people, one of my best friends, Alana McGinnis, and my sister, Mary Kiocha. So now I'm going to have them introduce themselves to you all. 
All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Alana McGinnis. Like Elena said, uh, I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering with an electrical emphasis, and I'm originally from Bristol, Rhode Island. Hello, everyone. My name is Mary Kiyocha. I'm a psych pre-med major, and I'm minoring in business, and I'm also from Townsend, Delaware. So, guys, I know it's been a rough semester. I just wanted to check in. How are you? Has the semester been before we kind of really dive down into um what being an out-of-state student is. So I have Alana here, and Alana has been at USC for the past four years. And I also brought Mary on board because Mary actually just um, came to USC. So I wanted to be able to get those two perspectives and kind of have a heart-to-heart, a chat of just what it's like navigating um, city life, maybe coming from small states, small cities, bigger schools, just to kind of give our perspectives on how it's like to be in this environment as an out-of-state student. So I have a question for Alana here first. And my question would be, um, when looking for colleges, were you looking to stay in an area close to home, far away, or did it not matter to you? Um, I would would say that I definitely wasn't opposed to moving away. Honestly, for me, I kind of had a goal in general of like, I wanted to move to the West Coast, because I personally believe it's more aligned with like my, my views, um, since it's typically more liberal. Um, Coming from Rhode Island, the smallest state, um, I think there's this lack of diversity, as well as everyone around me in my high school, they were all going to colleges nearby um, or a couple hours away and I just didn't want that for myself I kind of wanted a completely different setting um, and to settle down in California particularly so I think I wasn't opposed to being closer to home but I, I was okay with moving far away oh okay thank you so much for sharing that's very interesting because I know um that for me it didn't really matter where I was going to go. I just kind of went where the wind took me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like with that, I think we can really like talk to more about this topic with Mary because she is someone who has gone to a college closer to home and someone who's kind of experienced going to a university further away from home. So Mary, could you like talk about what you were looking for at colleges and if you had any particular inkling to go to school closer to home versus further away? Yeah, so in my college search process, I didn't really, I wasn't really opposed to going to a school closer to home or far away. So I did spread out my applications like across the coast. I applied to a couple schools in California and then a couple schools around home because I wasn't opposed to going on the West Coast because I wanted to really broaden my horizons. Like like where we're from, Delaware, it's a pretty small state, just like Rhode Island. So, I mean... I would say I really wanted to broaden my horizons and like try something different. That's why I applied to a more like versatile, like group of schools. But last year I did go to, t- I transferred from Temple University um, and it was about an hour and 15 from where we live. So I find that when I was at Temple, having that, like my family members and my brother also goes to Temple, um, I mean, Elena's brother, Emmanuel. And I found that having a close, like my family closer helped me assimilate a lot more comfortably than here, where it's just Elena and obviously Alana. But I found that I felt way more comfortable, like 
entering college with like my brother and then our parents would also like come visit sometimes and I found that that was way more helpful because I it helped reduce stress like family and friends hang out with family and friends like I just felt way more comfortable but here I guess I could say I didn't think I was going to feel homesick but I did and that was a little bit tough for me so um I guess I liked being home closer to home more because I felt more comfortable but um I'm here to broaden my horizons and definitely feeling this like change in coasts um helped me what's it called how would I say this it was uncomfortable definitely but I think it allowed me to grow past what I think I would be able to handle so I'm very appreciative for being here and being on this coast and at USC oh thank you for sharing with that is like just like give some more like background um we're all from the east coast and I believe it is Mary's third month here on the Mm -hmm. west coast and so I believe like I remember for me it was kind of hard to find my place I'm a senior now um it was hard for me to find my place my freshman I didn't truly feel comfortable like in LA in Los Angeles or just in USC in general until my second semester um, freshman year first semester sophomore year so like Mary you still have time hopefully you'll be able to make USC and Los Angeles home yes of course you're here you guys are home so it is nice to have family on this coast so I don't know what I would do without you guys here so with that note I have a question for um both of you but Alana you can answer first and that would be what kind of concerns did you have about going to a school out of state once you've kind of like realized that that would be very much a possibility did you have any concerns did you like were you scared about anything what fears did you like went through your mind um to be honest I didn't have that many it was more just like I want to have like a completely different surrounding um but I know for my parents safety was like a major concern considering that you know, when I'm home, we literally keep our house key in our door at all times, um, where you cannot do that here in Los Angeles. So it's a very different um, setting. And so they've like never really been to the West Coast. And so I think it's that unknown, like the fear of what is going to happen. You know, you're also in a bigger city. Um, and I think fortunately, USC is pretty close, has a pretty close campus. Um, and we have like a lot of security measures um, around us, but that was definitely their biggest thing. So I think just, you know, learning how to be aware of your surroundings, um, typical things like don't go out alone at night, like be aware of what area you're around. Um, those things are important and will help to keep you safe. But now being here for four years, um, it doesn't seem that unsafe. Um, So I think that's still an issue. I'm actually moving here permanently after graduation. And I still think my parents are just not aware of the kind of lifestyle that the West Coast, especially LA offers versus back home. So I think that was the biggest concern. Now that you move in here full time, do you think your parents are gonna visit you more often? Uh, That's a good question. Uh, honestly, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Um, 
I think their their view on it is if I come back home, that's one person versus if they come visit me, I also have a younger brother. That's like three people and they don't know what it's like here. So I feel like the answer is no, unfortunately, but we'll see. Maybe they'll change their mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe. What about you, Mary? Um, so my concerns, I guess you could say coming here was I was not aware of the like type of diversity that was on the um, West Coast. So I was pr- I'm pretty acclimated with the East Coast. And I would say um, um, I was culturally changed or culturally like unaware of how it would, be, it would be here. And I would say food-wise like and like culture-wise here, it's definitely way more diverse than the East Coast. But um, at USC, I would say there's less a less percentage of the black like a black student population here versus my old school. So I definitely um, thought about that before coming here, and it's not a concern because I feel like the I mean also in Paso, so that's a black student, the Pan African Students Association, and um, I would say that here we have good group organizations where you can feel more close to like your cultural group or ethnic groups here rather than at Temple where. Um, that wasn't more of like a resource. So I'm glad that worked out here. Um, anything else? Also, it is a bigger city here, way more than the Philadelphia. So I would say safety-wise, I haven't felt as safe to go like beyond campus grounds. I usually stick to my everyday routine, class, Starbucks, um, just places around campus usually. And then sometimes I do go on the weekends and like explore and shop with friends. But I don't feel like I have a greater sense of like the environment. So I haven't really tried to like branch out and explore more of LA, but that is something I'm definitely looking forward to doing, spending more time here. Oh yeah. No, I completely understand that because I remember, um, was it my freshman year? I truly like, I was in kind of a USC bubble because yeah. USC does a very good job of providing everything that you need on campus. But I felt that I needed to kind of be connected with the community around USC to really feel comfortable where I was. So um, I joined the I joined JP the Joint Educational Project, which kind of allowed me to go to schools in the area and be a tutor or a TA. And so I TA'd a little kindergarten class, and I taught them math and I taught them English. And just being able to like skateboard to that school and teach them kind of made me feel more comfortable in navigating the city on my own for the first time. And that was kind of like my route to doing that, to becoming more comfortable at USC and becoming more comfortable in the area. And then um, Alana, you actually already kind of touched upon this, but you talked about um, if whether your parents were going to be okay initially with you moving. So like, can we just kind of expand upon that, like go back to freshman year you and just like the thought process of your parents, like expand more upon that. And then Mary, since this was recent for you as well, we would like, we would love to hear from you. About like when I was planning to come here, you mean? Yes. So it's more of like, were your parents initially okay with you moving? Was there any pushback with um, going to a homeschool versus going to an out-of-state school? Just things of that mm-hmm. nature from your parents, more of a parent's perspective. Yeah, for sure. Um, fortunately, I think I I was like that kid that went to a lot of like sleepaway academic camps. Um So I think my mom's goal for sending me to those while I was growing up was that I could get used to sleeping away from home so that when it did come time to go to college that I wasn't afraid to move somewhere. Like the only reason I 
didn't go to USC was because it was so far away. Like she didn't want that for me. Um, she wanted me to have all the options that I could possibly have, which I acknowledge that I'm very lucky and privileged to have that experience and that support. So I think when I started looking at colleges and I realized USC was one of my top choices, um, luckily my parents were okay with that and they accepted that that was a potential. Um, actually though, I wasn't there when my acceptance package came into the mail. Um, my parents were, and I remember my mom telling me that um, she like ran to my dad and said like she got in and he just like took the package in his hand and he started crying and he was just like it's so far away um not that he was happy like he was happy but he realized like she's probably going to go to this school um but even though he was sad about it because I'd be moving far away he he like didn't stop me um I actually have a similar story. So when I got my acceptance for USC, it was like in April and I was at Temple at the time and I called my mom and she has prayed and prayed and prayed for me to go to USC to be with Elena and everything. So she was very excited to hear. And so my dad was also excited, but we waited to tell him until I got back home. So that weekend, um, my mom picked me up and we went back home and I showed my dad the acceptance and he did not say any words and just started crying and bawling his eyes out and Elena you know, dad does not cry so when I started crying and it was a crying frenzy and we were all hugging and so um I would say that my parents like were ecstatic that I got into USC they did not have any concerns like I guess distance wise because they've always kind of told us and like raised us to shoot for where the opportunity is and it really is here like at USC and on this coast um for what we want to do like with our careers and everything so I feel like they didn't want distance to restrict our ability to grow in like our careers. So they were very supportive when um, I went here, or like, yeah, moved here. Hey y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon well, that's lovely to hear now actually i agree with everything the book said well mary and i have the same parents obviously yeah, so. <laughs> but <laughs> really familiarity at that point family matters family matters family matters um i know that with me yeah, this was in 2018. I was actually supposed to go to a, a school on the East Coast. And then I got into USC. Yeah, Penn State. I got into USC and I wasn't sure if I wanted to come to USC versus Penn State just because like major things, um, things related to my major. <laughs> That's what I mean by major <laughs> things. And um, my parents were like, very supportive when I brought up my concerns with them as, as to how I wasn't sure which school I wanted to go to and how I had already visited Penn State, but I've never visited USC. And so I remember, um, even though I had already committed, like they had paid the deposit for me to go to this other school, they were still very open to just kind of coming to California and 
um, just having me explore USC and we spoke to one of the like, USC admissions about it. And I remember that they helped my family and I kind of um, come to come to USC during an admitted students day. And they give us tour. I got to meet like other VSAs and just kind of really imagine myself on the campus by being on campus. And it was ultimately what made me uncommit from Penn State and kind of um, commit to USC, which I have been here for the past four years. And so I would definitely say that, yeah, our parents were very much okay with me moving. I think it also helps that like we're immigrants and we moved a lot when we were younger. We moved from state to state just with like where jobs were, where opportunities were for like my parents' career growth. So I believe that that would be the same thing that they would want for me for my academic growth and my future career growth. So yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely to hear from like the both of you and just like your perspectives on that and how we kind of had um, our parents kind of do similar things with that. One thing that I know about the both of you is that you both have younger siblings at home, well, including myself, because yeah. Mary is my younger sibling <laughs> and I have a, yeah, I think she's the third child. I am the first out of four. So I have three younger siblings and then I also know that Alana has a younger sibling as well. Mm-hmm. So my next question posed is like, we kind of all had to leave our younger siblings. It's kind of people that kind of look up to us um, when we went to college. So how did we kind of handle parting from them? I can go first on this one. So um, me and my little sister, Angela, are about nine years difference in age. And we very, like very much bonded this summer and we did a lot of like cooking activities, biking, skating, going to the pool. And I would just say that she's also grown, grown a lot taller than me. So she's taller than both me and Elena at 11 years old. So just seeing her grow and spending time with her and then having to leave her um, and go to the West Coast and go to USC was actually very hard because we really bonded over like music and a lot of activities we did in the summer. Um, and uh, my experience at Temple, when I, like, I would see her sometimes because she would come up with like my parents and everything. But now we just kind of like FaceTime call and she texts me now. And I'm, I do miss seeing her, but I know that it's going to make like when me and Elena are home way more special for her when we're back there doing like activities with her. Yeah, going off that, my answer was going to be, I think, moving to the West Coast actually brought me and my brother closer together. Um so I'm 20, he's 17, so we're three years apart um, and four years in, like, grade-wise. Um, and when I was still, we were both living at home, we, I feel like we never saw each other that much because I was always, we were both always doing sports, so we didn't overlap in our schedules a lot. Um, and so kind of what Mary was saying, when I do go back home, I think I appreciate that time more and uh I like actively dedicate time to spend time with him so I think moving ironically made us closer and spend more time together Um, and then when I am here you know facetiming texting um is like important to keep communication going that way um but yeah it it worked out um I, I just think it's ironic that that happened that way (laughs) <laughs> the, the distance but you guys closer apart there's yeah. a thing distance makes the heart grow fonder exactly <laughs> and then um 
Mary, I know with you, you have a younger sibling as well as you had kind of older siblings go off to college, um, like kind of leaving you at home. So how was, how was it kind of navigating that being the younger sibling that was left? I guess. So it was my senior year in high school when both you and Emmanuel were in college and I was still in high school and Angela was still at home. And I would say like back at home, I just took on a lot of like family roles and I decided to like get my family more like together and cooking, like spending time together, watching movies when I could. Cause I mean, in high school, his workload was still like pretty extensive, I would say, but I would say because there was less of us in the house, it was easier to like, I guess, round people up to do some activities sometimes. Like, even though we all have different schedules and we're busy, um, I, we still found ways to bond and like cooking and then like um, going to like our, my favorite restaurants, Pliables, like back at home. So like, I guess we found ways to bond with little things with the time we did have together. And um, yeah, so I would say that I, I enjoyed my time at home, like when it was just me and Angela and, and like my parents, but when we're all home, like it, it's a better, it's a definitely like a more wholesome atmosphere because I guess we just all um, do what we do best together. And I appreciate the times we do have like Christmas break and summer sometimes, even though even on um, those seasons can get hectic and Emmanuel plays soccer. So he's not always around when we have to like, when we're all together, when me and Elena come home and everything. But um, yeah, I would say that when we are all together, like Christmas time and summertime, like it's lovely to have everyone back. Alana, did you hear her say that it's more wholesome when I'm not there? I said when you weren't there. <laughs> when you I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear that. Are you sure? Because I believe I heard that. I didn't hear anything. You are here. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just playing with you. Oh, okay. No, no, I can, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Because we like to dance. We like to sing. We like to pray together. I'll be making yeah. a yeah. lot of TikToks together. Yeah, a lot of TikToks for sure for sure you know that's that's how you make the time like you just kind of get like a memoir you know mm-hmm. digital age or tiktoks is it's our journaling <laughs> for sure for sure okay with this next question we're gonna start with alana because she has been here the longest amongst you two and so she kind of like knows more about the la area more about the la like the city and so what's the difference? What's the main difference between where you are from and where USC is located? So this could be in terms of culture, food, city versus rural area, like activities, things to do. What differs from where you were to where you from where you were before to where you are now? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think everything is different. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally nothing is the same. Um, like I remember when I meet someone for the first time, they'll be like, oh my God, I've never met someone from Rhode Island. Like, what do you do there? And I'm like, what do I do there? <laughs> um, like, on, I mean, the beaches are, are beautiful in Rhode Island. Um, in the summertime, you know, we actually have seasons on the East Coast. Um, honestly, w- one thing I really love about LA is that there's just so much to do. Like, I've been here for four years and I still... And like just scratching the surface. Um, also, I think I think Mary touched on this. It's also so much more diverse in terms of like different cultures um, coming together. Um, so you have like Koreatown, Little Tokyo, um, all these different pockets of like culture that you can experience. 
which I didn't really have a lot of exposure to. Um, so that's a big thing for me. Actually, this morning I went to a flea market like 20 minutes from campus, which was really fun. So there's definitely like you have all the touristy things of museums. You can go like see the Hollywood sign, all those things. Um, but then you also have like more community based activities that you can go to after you've done like all the touristy things as well. Okay. okay. I see that you're out and about. She's a busy woman, a busy woman exploring. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I am not out and about quite yet. Not yet? What have yeah, you done in your three months here? Um, I've gone to the beach. I've gone to the Grove. Um, I've gone hiking, which was really fun, really nice. I feel like there's a lot more hiking trails I need to like seek out here. And I honestly, my favorite part about LA and being here versus home, I would say is number one, the food. Um, there are way more like food options here versus home where it's more pretty much just American food. And Philadelphia yeah. like was a city. So there was other like, um, what's it called? Um, diverse like restaurants. I would also say that um, one specific thing I have noticed with the difference of Philadelphia and here is the cultural difference of like the black population is definitely different here when it comes to food. In Philly, there was a lot of Jamaican. I'm not sure if there's like as many here. I just haven't like been to them. But in Philadelphia, there's a lot of like Pan-African, Jamaican, Caribbean food options um, available because of the like higher black population in that city. Um, in this city, I'm not too sure. So I haven't really like, I can't really speak too much on that, but I, I do know, like, notice that difference. Um, and another difference I really appreciate being um, at USC on this coast is the weather. <laughs> Every day is beautiful, no sickness, sunlight, it's gorgeous. It makes me very productive. Um, you guys have heard of seasonal depression. I'm not sure if you guys experienced those symptoms. Oh yeah, I, I definitely uh, experience it. You do? Yeah. yeah. So with none of that, yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. With none of that, like the cold makes me sad and I'm not even sad usually. So I just feel very energized here and I feel like I can really like hone in on what I'm supposed to be doing here for sure. So the weather, I really appreciate it here because in Philadelphia right now, I think it's like... It's giving 40 degrees, which is detrimental. So especially during like final season and school ending, you want to be on your top game. But it comes oh, to yeah. So I feel I and also today. Today was 90 degrees. I went outside. I looked at my did some homework, looked at my computer, looked at some, you know, some shopping. And it's just, I guess, mental here. I, I would also say like mental health here for me has been, I guess, better because of the weather. Because the weather definitely does affect my mental health. So I um, really like that here. I'm happy that you both <laughs> you both are getting the, the good weather. Oh, and like the sunlight, and you're really utilizing it. Please I have a vitamin D, guys. Please. Honestly, <laughs> I have a vitamin D light because when I was home during the pandemic, I wasn't going outside. Well, it was cold. Yes. And my mom literally was like, "You need a light to give you your daily intake of vitamin D." It's very important. Yeah, but I have here, one I just as well. Out. Yeah. Okay. That's that's so much fun. <laughs> so <I have> one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So and in addition to just the the lights and like the food mm-hmm. and just um 
I don't know, kind of like the physical things of Los Angeles and USC, what else did you do to make yourself feel more at home? So like, what steps did you take to kind of, I don't know, like take us like baby steps forward to making this new location, this new school, your home? Um, go ahead, Alana, go ahead. Yeah, I can go. I think, you know, coming from all the way across the country, mm-hmm. I was actually like really excited to experience LA and like a new school and everything and kind of start fresh. Um, which some, like I felt like I wasn't that nervous to come to, to college. But then I think first semester here, I definitely experienced um, not homesickness, but it's definitely an adjustment. You know, you know, I'm an engineering major, so my classes are going to be pretty rigorous, especially with like the core classes that you have to take initially. Um, and so I feel like I was much more introverted back then and kind of I don't know, not isolated myself, but I definitely needed to push myself to go beyond my comfort zone in order to, like, even do some activities that, like, USC provides, like, um, the Welcome Back concert or, like, trying to make friends with people on my floor. Um, And so, like, Elena has, has said this to me, I feel like I've definitely seen a lot of personal growth within the last four years of just being more comfortable with myself and therefore I feel that allows me to not be as afraid to um, explore LA and see what it has to offer. Um, I think it also as like words of advice if you don't really know how to start to see what's outside of campus it definitely helps to you know go with friends definitely don't go alone also meeting people who are local and asking them like how how they learn to do it or what places do they recommend that aren't necessarily like the touristy areas if that's not what you want um so i think starting small and building upon that is also helpful Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. I agree with that. Starting small for sure is very helpful. I know Mary, you wanted to add some things. Of course. So um, I would say that coming from Temple, I guess I would, um, in my personal experience, I found like a sense of community because my brother did go, like Emmanuel does go there, um, my older brother. So I would say settling in, um, he kind of like took me under his wing and like I found a sense of community pretty quickly and I felt like here um, it wasn't that similar of an experience um I went to welcome weeks and I went to a, I went to a bunch of events with like friends and my roommates and um we met like a lot of people in our major a lot of, I went to a lot of Burnside events in the beginning of the school year um 
So it was definitely very nice to connect. But I would say that um, I did get very homesick in the beginning. And I had deferring expressions of like myself from Philly, Philadelphia and here because here I, I'm a very extroverted person. But I would say that here I became definitely more, a little bit more introverted. And I just kind of focused on like what I have to do. And I took more time for myself. And I actually like thoroughly enjoyed that here because I felt like um, back in um, my old college, like I didn't get to have that much time by myself because I, I acclimated like very like fast and everything like that. So I would say that, um, yeah, like I found like my close friends here and like that made like us doing activities here together like way like way better and um I actually very much like like what's it called my I guess my introverted side here like in LA because I am very both like more like extrovert and love to like go out and with people and friends and stuff like that but like I thought I find that oh wait sorry I find that here I have a better balance of both um sides of that and my personality here so yeah we call that duality. Yes, I felt. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like here there's definitely more of a balance for me in that um, aspect than I, in Philadelphia. Yeah, I also wanted to say that I feel that there's a lot of pressure your first semester um, to you know find your group of friends that you're mm-hmm. gonna be with forever and that you're gonna like continue to be close to after college. And typically I feel what happens is that, you know, you become friends with a couple people or maybe you form a group, but then you don't necessarily stick to that mm-hmm. throughout the whole four years. Um, and that's completely okay. Maybe you do stick with them, but I think um, it's more common to not do that. Yeah. And I feel that's just because everyone's just trying to like make friends as quickly as possible. Um like me and Elena, we lived on the same floor and we didn't become really close until like spring semester. And now we've stayed friends since freshman year um, and, you know, have switched friend groups a couple of times. Um, so I think it's, it's definitely an adjustment, even if you feel like you're ready yeah. um, or you're excited to like be at this new place. It is a new place. And it's perfectly okay if you don't feel like 100% in that immediately. Like give yourself some time to get used to it because there's a lot of adjustment that goes on, especially when you're coming from out of state or across the country. I completely agree with Alana. Yeah, I would say that it's, it's definitely an adjustment here, like with the groups of friends. And like, I found that like I maintain friendships way better when I had individual friends and then like um kind of incorporated that into like my with, with my roommates and like small groups like that I found that that worked better for me than like more bigger groups that are not like student organizations or anything like that um but it definitely still I've only been here for what like three three to four months so there's still a lot of time to assimilate and um you know like branch out and everything no that's good I, I feel that I remember um was it my first semester? I ate a lot of meals alone because I'm the person that kind of thinks more of like quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely the most introverted in my family. And so I just didn't feel comfortable um, reaching out to people to kind of create those connections. 
until I felt that I knew them well enough. And so like one thing that I did, just so I didn't feel like alone in this new place, because when I moved here, I moved here by myself. Um, I know like my parents moved me in for the first week, but then after that I was alone. And um, I went random with my roommates and I didn't know anyone because Delaware is the second smallest state behind Rhode Island. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. <just> yeah. <laughs> Alana, I gotta give you where your kudos are from Rhode Island. Oh, oh so, yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, yeah, I kind of like found my, got comfortable here by doing, by like doing activities, joining clubs. Um, I joined club field hockey and I've stayed with it my whole time here. I actually got um I got a work study job that like was in events and so I was able to make friends because we worked at the same shifts and so they're like oh do you want to go to Starbucks afterwards or do you want to do so and so and so it just kind of made me feel more comfortable because there were people that like we had planned or planned organized events together and so when we went out and did those things it just like made me appreciate USC and just the LA area more because I had, I wasn't just in my room the whole time. You know, I was kind of not forced, but it was, it's a encouragement because I did join these things. Like events were happening. I knew that they were happening. So I, whenever I had the opportunity, I could go to them. And so yeah, that, that really helped me just feel more at home, but it really, t- it took me about two semesters before I felt like I was kind of truly comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly okay. That's yeah. true. Take your time. Take your time. Flow and steady. Yeah, qual- quality over quantity. Exactly. On another note, um, how did how did you guys like move your things into your dorm? Because I won't lie, when I when I decided I was gonna go to USC, I started panicking. I was like, am I gonna have to ship like my whole entire bedroom to USC? Um, like, what am I gonna do with my beddings? If my parents still come with me, do I have the money to buy these things here? And so, like, I just wanted to ask, like, did you guys use, like, a dorm room service? Do you ship things by plane? I know personally, because, like, half my family was coming with me. I just had them check in bags for me. <laughs> did you guys, like, buy things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't keep the system there. Um, <laughs> for me, this was what I still do this. Um, because I don't have a large wardrobe. So honestly, when I even when I go back for winter break, I kind of just bring my whole wardrobe and it fits in like the large suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, but freshman year, USC, like there's this website, I forget what it's called, but I know you OCM. Yeah. On campus market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just bought like all of my bedding, like rugs, towels, all of that kind of stuff through them. Um and that's how I got it. And then I don't, I think the only thing I've had to ship from home so far is that I, I play golf. So I had to ship my golf clubs here. Um, but besides that, I honestly don't live, like I don't have a lot of things that I need to bring from home. So that wasn't a huge issue for me. And my experience, I was like the complete opposite from Alana. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a fashionista, so I definitely had to bring a lot of clothes here. Um, so I took two carry-ons with clothes here and restricted myself to that, kept the rest at home, and then had um, my parents ship my books, like my stationary things on my desk um, with that, like ship that while I was moving here. And the shipping cost of that is very expensive. 
So I would say that's a little bit of a discrepancy because of the cost of shipping, but um, it was only once. And then I feel like as my stuff is here, it's not going to go back. So during breaks and everything, it's probably going to go to like a storage garage or something like that. Okay. So like if I have to move again and like switch housing and everything. Switch houses. No, that makes sense. I know that wasn't for me. I play field hockey. So I think I only shipped my field hockey stick. But yeah, like Alana, I fit. I had, you know, the, the Safeway Ziploc bags. They have commercials for it when we we're younger. Like the vacuum bags. Vacuum seal ones. Yeah, the vacuum seal bags. I, I vacuum sealed everything. Like I brought a body pillow from the East Coast. Brought a lot of pillows, my clothes. I vacuum sealed things. And I put it into a large suitcase. And my suitcase was very much not, I would say like half full. And the only reason I couldn't put more things in is because of the, the plane weight limit, because I was just, if I was flying, I was going to, I was going to use the plane as my, my shipping, you know, that mm-hmm. $30 baggage check was my shipping. And so I just remember giving my, my, my mom, my dad, my sisters, they came with me, just giving them bags and just putting it with like vacuum sucked clothes and items like, cause Del, oh my gosh, I almost forgot Delaware is tax free. So it's yeah, a sales it tax it's still tax-free state so all the electronics that i wanted to bring here to um, los angeles i put it in a in a carry-on and i shipped them on the plane because i didn't want to have to pay the tax to buy them here so that was like something that i've done all four years here is whenever i want i want to like bring an item i just plan to get it over christmas break at home and then bring it on the plane with me here so i typically fly back home with like empty luggage to come back with more things I've just kind of accumulated my belongings that way. Yeah, that's smart because it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. On the notes of just like me going home for Christmas, do you guys go home for like most holidays, like short holidays, like Thanksgiving, fall recess? Um, yeah, anything like other than let's say Christmas or even the summer. If you do go go back home during that time too, that's fine. And how do you how often do you plan your flights your trips etc mm-hmm. um i in the four years including this year i have not gone home for thanksgiving so for the first two years i went home with my roommate who lived in north north um near san francisco so i went home with her um and then we spent thanksgiving together last year right during covid um we had our own Thanksgiving in our apartment together uh but for me I just don't see like it it, it doesn't seem worth it to me um since it's such a short break that's you <laughs> um so I just I just stay home I know people that that go across country I think Elena she did that this semester like she went home during like a three-day weekend um, <laughs> I just personally don't do that um and and it's fine there's usually people that are there um that also stay no yeah that's true I remember my freshman year I went home for Thanksgiving I think that was the most expensive plane ticket I have ever bought in my life Mm -hmm. and then after that time I was like never again like I went home for is it four days and I spent over a thousand dollars for the flight that's crazy I know it genuinely was and I I would say I can't do this anymore um but Alana is correct this semester I flew home 
on the on a random three day weekend. I think it's because it was three days because I don't have classes on um on Fridays this semester, and so I went home for a week because my classes were kind of hybrid scheduled. So I took them online, and I wasn't home over the summer because I was doing an internship here in um, California. So I took that time to just kind of see my family, yeah, and like just kind of rekindle like my relationships with people that I have over there. Mary, do you plan on going home during short breaks? So probably not. Um, it's not worth it. As you said, the flights are very expensive, expensive and everything. So um, probably only planning on going home for Christmas and then um, going home and doing an internship rather than doing one here this summer. Maybe next summer I might not um, change my summer plans and I might stay in L.A., but I would say the bigger, um, what's it called? The bigger breaks I would go home for. You'd go home for? No, no, that makes sense. And then like for the smaller breaks, because yeah, we, we don't, we don't go anywhere collectively. What do, what, like, what do you guys do in the area like for fall break? What did you do in LA and what would you do for a Thanksgiving if you had like the chance? Um, I think it's too short of a break to like go across the country personally, but I think it does give you a nice opportunity to, you know, maybe go on a road trip, um, I think we went to Big Bear, right? I mean, that was it was over Halloween, so it wasn't even like a small break. But you could you could do that. Um, you could go to like Joshua Tree or something like yeah. that. Um, or even just you know, it gives you more time to like just explore LA. It doesn't necessarily need to be like a trip that you stay over somewhere. Um, I think we've also like gone to Disneyland or Universal during those times Um, yeah so it just gives you hopefully a rest and an opportunity to do some more sightseeing of LA no I agree Uh, yeah I'm I love staycations (laughs) you just stay home you just relax that would be my go-to vacation would be a staycation Mary do you have anything to add um, for the smaller breaks, um, my friend, one of my best friends that I met here is from Miami. So for that, for spring break, and we were thinking of going there for a couple of days, um, like introduce her to her family, like with my other um, roommate. Um, so that's exciting. But for Thanksgiving, it's going to be more of like a staycation, like you said, which is exciting because I like to cook. So I'm definitely going to cook a nice Thanksgiving dinner for maybe me and my um, roommates. And me. Your sister, Elena, and Alana, your other sister. (laughs) Honestly, any break is a good break. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's we work hard and we need to break hard as well. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you love or have grown to love about USC and the LA area? Mine's the weather. (laughs) That's it. Um, Options, yeah. mm Yeah, I think it just overall, I think, pushes me to, like, grow as a person. Um, even, like, between me and Elena, I we just have, like, a lot of deep conversations about, like, life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's my favorite thing. It's just exposed me to different, like, cultures, experiences that other people have had that I haven't experienced. And so I think that just allows me to grow and become a better person. So that's what I like about USC the best, I would say. 
I would also like to add to that, I guess, a little bit. I would say um, coming here and then kind of being friends with Elena's friends was also very like nice because I didn't feel as lonely. And she um, introduced me to her fraternity friends, Theta Ta. So shout out to Theta Ta for making me feel very welcome my first couple of weeks here. Um, so definitely having family and the weather here is all I need and I'm very content here. <laughs> no, I feel that. I know like for me, my favorite part about USC and the LA area would definitely be the people that I have just met via working, via my like engineering organization, Theta Ta, as Mary mentioned. I just found out that USC, is, it's a very altruistic environment, especially being in the STEM-related fields like we are. Um, I found that having that support has been very, very much like good for my mental health, good for my education in general, and just for like my longevity here at USC. And so that's something that I have loved about USC that I loved from when I was a freshman to when I am still like, till now when I'm about to graduate in the spring. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's been, it's been a good time here. And I don't think I've ever like regretted my decision to move to just kind of come to USC and explore something new, even though it scared me at first. Yeah, I get that. You get that? Okay. Okay, okay guys, we're on to our last question for the podcast. And it's on um, what tips do you guys have for new and prospective students about moving away from home for college? I would say definitely before coming, um, kind of write down a list of activities you like to do that you want to maintain here because um, it can get very busy and it's a new environment so you feel like you like there's a lot of different things to do so I would say making sure that like you're grounded in like the activities you like to do while incorporating new activities that you might want to try out so for me I would say just like exercise and like playing sports I'm a big like um, outdoorsy like athletic like prone person so I would say like I brought my volleyball here my football soccer ball and I just play I ask my roommates to play I ask Elena Lana to play all the time and Lana loves to play football with me so I would say like grounding yourself in the activities you like to do while incorporating yourself in new activities so like I would say my new activity was um working for Trojan events and hosting karaoke nights on Thursdays really is like a new activity that I thoroughly enjoy and um I think it's like an amazing opportunity for me here at USC. Um, my piece of advice would be that you're probably gonna feel nervous at some point um, or maybe be afraid to like experience new things um, because I know I was and I would say to, instead of making having that fear like stop you, um, have it, propel you into doing those things um, because I find that the things I'm usually more nervous about um, when I do them they end up being some of like the best experiences that I've had here um, and just in life in general but I think pushing yourself to do those things I think um, afterwards you'll realize that it was worth it yeah. even if it's scary because it's a new experience for everyone. Everyone is going to be scared um, at least a little bit, even if they don't um, seem that way externally. So you're not alone in those feelings. Um, and so kind of just like accept it and 
use it as a benefit to yourself. No, that makes sense. Most definitely, like as a benefit for yourself. And just like kind of add on to what Mary and Alana have said, um, just USC does a great job of just kind of helping new students kind of build a community because it is a school where over 90% of the people that go here live on campus or like in the area around campus. And so they do a lot of activities and host a lot of events so you can get to meet other people. So like my tip would just be to go to some of those, you know, like go to your floor meetings, <laughs> like meet your RA, go to things that happen in your building or events that happen um, in McCarthy Quad or just like in the village or anything that in, within like the USC area. And it just kind of makes you feel more connected and you get to meet a lot of, um, a lot of new students, a lot of like new people, professors, and it just makes you feel like less lonely, you know, when you make yourself busy, you don't, you technically don't have time to be lonely. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I did. Made myself so busy that like, you know, I just kind of had to like fit in. I had to like, kind yeah. of my space. You're meeting people as you're like busy and like doing different events and clubs and stuff. So I understand. Exactly. And before you know it, the time flies by. You're like, oh my gosh, it's finals already. Yep. Coming up. Coming up. That's how the semester felt. Yeah, the semester went by very Every long. semester feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say before you know it, we're already at graduation. That oh, yeah, I know we are. That's, I keep forgetting that I'm graduating, which is bad. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a senior. Well, one more semester. One more semester of undergrad. Yes. Uh, but I miss you guys so much, dearly. So much. Mary... You're always going to have us, so don't worry about that. I know. Don't worry about that. It's okay. And Cheers. Have- Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take this time to thank Mary Kiocha and, Al- and Alana McGinnis for joining us for this podcast. It was lovely to have you guys and just kind of talk about what it's like being an out-of-state student here at USC. So thank you both. And um, this kind of concludes our, this definitely concludes our podcast for today. Thank you, Alana, Elena, and Alana. That's the best. Yeah, thank you. And we're back. Thank you so much for that episode. Elena, I was wondering, so I'm also out of state, and I was wondering what what were some of, like, the biggest um, changes you noticed, like, coming from the East Coast to the West Coast? Some of the biggest changes that I noticed was just definitely the city layout. So my whole life, um, just being in America, I was originally immigrated from Nigeria. Mm. When I moved to the East Coast, I never truly lived in a city. So whenever I'd watch movies and shows, people would talk about like the block setting. I didn't know mm. what a block was because mm. Delaware doesn't have blocks. It's not, um, it's not like packed like that. We have neighborhoods, we have a lot of trees. And so just coming from like rural Delaware to the busy cities of Los Angeles, I just noticed that there are not that many trees over here, but also there's a lot more things to do here. There's a lot more nightlife because at home, everything kind of closes at 8 PM, but here I can, I can still see myself just kind of like going to karaoke with my friends at 11 and just things that that I didn't have the chance to do when I was at home. When did you, uh, at what age did you immigrate from Nigeria? I immigrated in 2008. So I was eight years old and I came with my whole family. Wow. That's great. So now, so that you have really three distinct realities. 
that, that are kind of in your past and present. Um, and what is, what's the one thing that, uh, I think is, is probably what, what some people would say are, are really unique individual places. Is there something that ties them all together that you find similar? That, that's a, that's a really hard question. I would just say it's more of the people. So, um, it just kind mm. of made me more of a people person just coming from those three distinct realities. And mm-hmm. when I did live in Nigeria, um, we vacationed a lot. So we always vacationed in the United States. So that transition wasn't okay. for me. Because you kind of knew I, what you were going into. Yes, I knew what I was going into because I was always coming here for vacation when school wasn't in session. Wow. And and knowing what you know now that you've you've been here for a while now in the LA area at USC, kind of a, a pro USC student for lack of a better term, you're you're a professional now. Um, <laughs> what what is something that you uh, know now that you you wish you had known before you had come? Something that I know now would be I know just like to not stress about a lot. Yeah. So I found it that when I first moved here, um, my parents moved with me the first week, but that f- after the first week, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I was stressed about everything. I was like, how am I going to get food? Because every time at home, like I drive to get food, how am I mm-hmm. supposed to use public transportation? It wasn't something that I had used before because Delaware's public transportation is <laughs> little to none. Um, mm-hmm. We take driver's ed in school. So we all get our license like when we turn 16, you know? Mm-hmm. kind of like carpool and drive around so it's just navigating life as a true adult kind of for the first time mm. so now I have to like venture out into the world by myself and find out how to get to places by myself and I've mm-hmm. got so lucky <laughs> that yeah. I went to school in the city where you can easily get Ubers and Lyft yeah I also learned how to take the metro by myself so it's just more of um just growing at your own pace and not worrying about a lot of things just kind of going with the flow and, and now that you have uh, these experiences under your belt and you're about to make some decisions about your next steps, if you could wave a magic wand, um, where do you think you want to spend the majority of your future life? Uh, is, is it a certain type of environment? Is it West Coast, East Coast? Is it urban? Is it suburban? Uh, all these different areas. What, what are you thinking about as far as like where you start making uh, your next steps as an adult? Ooh, that's a really good question. I know for me, I've always moved a lot. Mm. So I was kind of seeing that in my future, just with like the kind of career path that I'm going into. I'm going to be yeah. um, in the energy industry. So I'm going to be a petroleum engineer. So that kind of dictates where you go, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I just want to travel. And that's something that I can see myself doing, you know. So whether I live in a city, an urban area, rural area, maybe even abroad, I know that I will make the best out of it. Awesome. And do you have plans set? Do you know what, what's going to be happening next year? Yes. So next year, I'm actually getting my master's degree. I'm in the PPP program. Um, It is in digital oil field technology. So it's kind of the intersection of geology, fluid flows with natural resources and computer science. So I'm really excited to get that degree. That's great. So you'll be working with Dr. Ashagi. Yes. Great. That's great stuff. Well, congratulations on that. Good Good luck with all of that stuff. It's a fascinating path that you've been on, and it's really exciting to have you on the podcast to share that and also to to help others that are coming from maybe not so far away uh, or maybe even farther away. But no matter what, I think what we've we've come to learn here is mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter the distance. It, it is a huge step for people as you start making steps on your own. And when a, a new environment, whether that's, you know, Colorado and, and, and the mean streets of Denver, uh, to, uh, to Los Angeles, uh, there's still differences, right, Emily? Oh yeah. I'm like, I 
can't relate more to the block statement. Like the amount of people who are like, what do you mean? Like, you don't know how many blocks away you live from your high school. Like I just don't live on a block. Like I walked like the way to get to school is I walk through a prairie like reservoir to my high school. Like it was about a mile walk. And like a significant concern was like coyotes, which is just like not at all a concern in <laughs> California. <laughs> uh, that's your concern on your way to school was coyotes. Yeah. It was like, my mom would text me. She's like, yeah, some coyotes were out today. So make sure you're walking with other people. To class. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That is crazy to me, uh, but makes complete sense. Like I always think about it, growing up in LA, I, I, uh, when people talk about how far away something is, I give minutes. Mm, yeah. And that's I don't think people, weird. that's an LA thing, right? Yeah, totally. Like how far away is it? Oh, it's about, uh, it's about 15 minutes away. And and people from other States don't get that. They, they, do you guys deal much more in miles or, or what do you, what do you think when you say like how far away something is? Miles. Miles. Yeah. Does it frustrate you when people give minutes or do you understand like in LA, it, it is about a minute. It's about a time thing. <laughs> No, it frustrates me when people give miles in LA because then I start thinking in Colorado time and I'm like, oh, we're super close. Like, that's so fine. And then yeah. it'll take forever. It does. The traffic here is crazy. Yeah. The only traffic like this in like similar to LA at all in any sense is ski traffic. Mm -hmm. um, ski traffic. Tell us about is, ski traffic. What is that? Like just on like the weekends, there's just the traffic getting up to any of the ski resorts up I-70. And like, there's like a fast lane to like bypass all the ski traffic. Um, there was like one time they, they like, they built like this new zip line platform, like right next to the highway up to all the skiing. And the traffic got significantly worse because people would slow down to watch the people zip line. So, oh, that, those were like issues, but that wow. that's nothing compared to LA traffic. Well, let, let's, let me, let me take a quick test of both of you all. So if I live, let's say, because this is actually true. I live about 16, maybe 17 miles away from campus. And so in Colorado terms, how long does it take me to get there? I think like, like I lived about 16 miles from the climbing gym is like 20, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Elena, what do you think? If, if I live 16 miles away. For in, Delaware, for that Delaware. would be yeah, around fifteen to twenty minutes. It's okay. a pretty empty <laughs> because it's nothing. There's nothing in between you and those fifty miles. Yeah, except yeah, so, deer. You got to watch out for deer. Deer. Okay, so, so when you're in deer. Delaware, look out for deer. When you're in Colorado, watch out for coyotes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife is all over. So for me, right now, granted, it's not rush hour right now. Um, but if I were to go to work, it would. The maps is telling me it would take me over 30 minutes to get there. Um, okay. And that's about right. Even in the morning, it's about 30 to 40 minutes for me to get into campus. And that's about a 16, 17 mile drive. So giving everybody in the podcast a sense of scale and, <laughs> and, and mileage. Yeah. Uh, also, I think what something that's interesting is that this is beginning of Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving week, uh, this episode's coming out on. And mm -hmm. I want to know, uh, first off, Elena, you just had a birthday. We made you, we embarrassed you in front of everybody at our open house. Uh, did you have a good birthday? I did have a good birthday. I got a lot of free food and I got to sleep a lot, which I loved. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. And how are you both um, uh, celebrating? Uh, what, are, what are you doing for the Thanksgiving break, Elena? Are, are you staying here? Or are you going back? What, what's happening with you? I'm staying here. That's actually one of the questions that I talk about in my podcast. Oh, it's what do you do it. as an out of state student when, yeah. um, you kind of don't want to go home or you can't afford to go home for shorter breaks. So 
yeah, I'll be staying here because I traveled my freshman year and it was very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's also a lot of work for a very short amount of time, don't you think? Yeah, it is. It's and like winter just, breaks it, like it, right around the corner. So yeah, you're a lot of effort to do that. And then you just got to, then it's a kind of a downer because you come back for like a couple of weeks and then you're out. Like, yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Emily, what are you doing? Yeah. So the past years I've, for Thanksgiving, I've gone on climbing trips, which I was kind of like, oh, I should probably spend Thanksgiving with my family. I feel like no matter what day I'm asking you about, I said, what are you doing for Saturday? What are you doing for this holiday? What are you doing for this upcoming break? It's like, oh, climbing trip, climbing trip. Well, I'm not doing trip. a climbing trip this year. <laughs> I'm going to Dallas um, to visit my family. And I'm excited. We're going to have like a good Persian Thanksgiving. So, Ooh, what is in a good. Persian Thanksgiving? What makes it different? Really nothing actually Thanksgiving related, just um, Persian food, which is my favorite type of food. So I'm excited. And my uncle is an awesome cook. So I'm just excited to be in his presence. There's I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but there are uh, some Persian friends of mine uh, had this like it's like a pasty, uh, sweet, um, like it's not a cake, but it almost looks like fudge. And it's like a, a blend of something. And they they called it something. And I don't know what it was. And they had to me said, this is delicious. It was do you know what I'm talking about? My my yeah, it sounds up? super familiar. I don't really know like the names. Of, yeah, I don't know all the names of the desserts. They all kind of have like a similar like flavor. It's all like pretty sweet. Um, and then there's like sometimes like rose water and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of like the savory stuff though. The savory stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what 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 makes it onto the table for Thanksgiving? Um, at the Persian Thanksgiving, is it has the traditional Thanksgiving food or is it all Persian? It's just all Persian food. I think like if my uncle's feeling particularly American, we'll be doing like um, turkey with um, this like type of rice called bagli pulo, which goes really mm. well with turkey. And it's cool. like lentils, um, edamame, like it's really good um, and dill. And then I'm hoping that my favorite Persian dish, lubia pulo, comes out, which is like a rice cake um, that has like a like a hard outer shell. Um, so I'm excited that I hope that comes out. Elena, it does right <laughs> Elena do you have any uh Thanksgiving favorites or things that you just you define Thanksgiving by that you want to have yes um because I'm Nigerian we eat a lot of Nigerian food at home mm-hmm. I know in recent times my parents started making a turkey but oh. um we just eat a lot of like a lot of like yams like cassava mm-hmm. and then we like make it with like soups like there's like okra I, I think Americans call it okra Okay, and then yeah. you, you mix that with like like tomato sauce and jollof rice, obviously, which is a staple in many many African dishes. You know, yeah. but yeah. it's it's a buffet style at my house. They make the food in the morning. They put it on our large dining table, and throughout the day, you just go in and you and you eat. Oh. You eat whatever you want. My just sisters typically picking make. food. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That just to, so what time does it? What time does it start? Is it what time does the food come out? Typically nine a.m. Oh my god, really? I know early. And you just start eating and then like take naps and go back and eat more. Exactly. And my dad would just watch soccer the whole time. And my siblings and I typically play games and my little, my littlest sister, one of them's actually at USC right now. Um, yeah. yeah. She and my other 11 year old sister, they bake all day. And so it's just wow. a day of food. Wow. Oh. Wow. That's crazy. And um, does your dad have a particular team that he roots for uh, in soccer? In soccer, I think I'm pretty sure his favorite team is Chelsea. Yes. Um, but he probably roots for different teams based on who's playing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever's on. Just whatever's on that day. Whatever's on that day, exactly. Very cool. 
All right. Well, we have taken it all the way through Thanksgiving, and I hope that you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving break. Uh, I'm becoming a grumpy old man because I realize everybody has like the week off, and I'm like, I never got the week off on Thanksgiving. I still don't. We get don't the have week. the week off either. You? What do you mean? I thought you guys have the week off. We have Monday and Monday, Tuesday school, maybe Wednesday too. Yeah. You do? <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, maybe because of fall break when that started. Anyways, my daughter has the whole week off, and I'm like, what? Come on, go to school. These biggest <laughs> teachers are taking the easy way out in the whole week off. I used to go to school till Wednesday. Um, I got to work all week. Everybody else should too. I'm grumpy now. Anyway, uh, on that note, I hope you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. And uh, that means also when it's Thanksgiving, it's application time. Get your application in by December 1st in order to be considered for merit-based scholarships. So that means that Thanksgiving weekend is probably a good chance to kind of wrap it all up and get it submitted. If you ever need anything, uh, check out our website. We got lots of videos. We held a recent uh, AMA, uh, kind of an Ask Me Anything Q&A session uh, where we talked all about it. Uh, that video is on our website. You can also check out our How to Apply video. Uh, or if you have any questions, just send us an email. Be admit at usc.edu. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we will see you on the other side the end of November. Bye-bye.